top to top, we top to top From the shots that's called to the tomahawks To the league boss and the ones who lost Give it to me once I don't drop the ball To the home runs that was out the park Kershaw when I'm pitching off Kobe the Howard, he looking soft LA Rams in the city, y'all Got special guests, got breaking news Come top to top with Chatterbox Hello, hello! It's time for Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White, here with Terrell Emerson, also known as Chatterbox. Yes, yes. Follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Talk That Talk LV, and Facebook, Talk That Talk Radio Show. Yes. T, how's it going? I told you earlier, I mean, I, I woke up in a good mood today. I woke up relatively early. The pups are at the house chilling, they're eating. Um. Yeah, it's just a good day. Let's keep it going. Let's keep the energy going. Absolutely. So uh, the pups are getting along. Yeah. Oh, what? Best friends. Best oh, of friends. Good. Good. Ace and Spade. Yes. If you follow us on Twitter, you saw their picture last week. Yes. Yes. Um. So we have a lot to talk about today. We got college basketball, obviously. We a got some NBA, and we need to talk a little bit about some UNLV sports going on. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm on for it. Do we have a tip in from mom? Uh, actually, let me check my phone. I had a bunch of tech. You know what's funny? And that's probably why I'm in such a good mood this morning. I haven't had my phone in my hand. Yes. Mm, let me double check. I don't have one from mom. All right. So I guess we're go- I guess we're just starting the show. <laughs> All right. We'll come back to it. You All right. Know. Yeah. Let's do it. So, um, like I said, I mean, one thing I do want to start with. We, my headphones sound so awkward right now. But anyway, um, one thing I do want to start with is episode five of the OD podcast took place. Episode five of the OD podcast was uh, at the Golden Nugget. Yes. Again, it was another it was another plug from you. I don't see how you keep doing this, but continue to do it. It's 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 magical. But um, again, you want to go ahead and give the shout outs for how we how you were uh, able to make that possible. Uh, yes, so my cousin Sean works there, so thank you, Sean, and he works for Tony Miller and Aaron Kessler, so thank you, everyone at Golden Nugget. It thank was you, everyone so involved. much fun, perfect setting, great for the start of the NCAA tournament. Beautiful. We had some guests come on. Finally, we finally just brought on live people, so again, that's why I said this is something that we wanted to do with the radio show as well. We'll still try to work on a way to uh, make that happen in terms of getting calls, Um but again, as I said before, uh, the podcast, episode five, episode title is called Bust Down Brackets. Um, and even when I said it on the show, I, the first time I said it, I was like, shout out to Blueface. And then I thought about it. And then it's just funny how everything plays out because I told you I was supposed to cover the show uh, that, little, well, the little baby show at the House of Blues. But Blueface was opening. City Girls was supposed to open. Um yeah, so I have a podcast conversation for what happened that night. Okay. Yeah, very confused. Something about that House of Blues, because the I told you I covered the Jeezy show there, and it was the Jeezy T Grizzly show, and it was it was a, kind of like a hassle to get in, but now I think I got everything corrected. I think I'm going through the right person. Now I'm not trying to go through promoters or... I think it was just promoters for the most part, but I guess the promoter goes through the label or I don't know who the promoter tries to blame it on, but I was like, yo, you reached out to me and asked me, did we, did we want to cover it? And then we get there 
like I said, and then the rest is for the podcast. Okay. Is that House of Blues at Mandalay Bay? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. So, I mean, like I said, the people there, they they can only do so much, but it's just because different different people go there, and then obviously you have to clear it with different people. Now that I'm figuring that out, I'm just, that's why I talked to somebody there and was like, can, can I just go through the House of Blues? Can I just look at you guys' schedule right. and just do it that way? And I think that's going to be something that's actually possible now. So um, I believe his name is Eric Henderson. Shout out to him because I, I just, just recently emailed him. He asked for our media kit. I'll be sure to send that over to him today as well. Nice. Um, so UNLV baseball. Yes. Um, they, I know. They almost swept UNR, but oh, they won man. two or three. Um, I Max saw- is on fire. Max Smith, oh senior gosh. outfielder Max Smith. I shook his hand after Saturday's game and was and because when he walked up, he walked up smiling. And when I shook his hand, I was like, I, I, I was kind of hesitant. And he was like, Why? I was like, I didn't know if my fingers was about to catch on fire. Like I don't know what's going on. And he just laughed and he was like, You know what? It was a good day. And I was like, Yeah, good day. That's it. And he was like, All I've been telling myself is just to relax. Like I'm literally in the box telling myself, Relax. Like relax. Just and I'm. It's funny that that was the one word. Because, yeah. of course, being a Packers fan, I thought about Aaron Rodgers and was like, sometimes you just got to tell yourself that. Relax. Yeah. So he had two home runs on Saturday, <sighs> to right? the same spot. And then... Right to center. Just the power that you have to oh. have to hit any ball to dead center. Yes. And like I said, the identical spot twice yeah. hit the same spot. Like, if it was... I would love to see if there was, like, a marker on that. Yeah. To find out exactly where both of those landed. Because I'm pretty sure they were they're they're similar to twins. Those were twin bombs. But um yeah, like I said, two and one against the against the rival isn't bad. Yeah, absolutely. Um <clears throat> it was a great showing. They had a lot of people come out and support them. Um I'm not sure we're gonna have to check on softball because they yes. were away. Yes. And um, um the app I was talking um, to Mary, the security guard Mary, and we were trying to look at the app and try to figure out if it was updated. No luck. So I don't, I don't know what happened with softball yesterday either, or was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday either. We're gonna have to look into that. Um, I saw track and field did great as well. Wow. At UC Riverside Spring Classic. Um, track and field is something different. Track and field is something different, and um, that's another coach's spotlight that's coming. Um, I think the next one that's on the ledger is I think I have a baseball early season recap coming up. So uh, Coach Stothe's uh-huh. spotlight is probably going to uh, be the first, not even probably, it's going to be the first one. And then uh, Coach Yvonne Way, I have a, an amazing interview with her. Like just her energy, her spirit. Oh, yeah. I, I see why people want to want want to to run and want to play for her. I, I can see that. I can I can I can feel that rather I should say that. And she coaches with her husband, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that that is in that is going to be involved in the story as well. Okay, good. I can't Couldn't wait. Couldn't be ignored. Oh, you have your bracket out. Wait. So now you have to kind of feel the air. I got to get my bracket. Okay. Um, yes. So we have some games tonight, but it's NIT, and I'm interested to get your take on how that's going so far. Um, we have big games Thursday, Friday in the NCAA tournament, and. We got to talk about how we're doing with our brackets. Let's do it. Do we? Do you want to? I don't know how. You know what? I I don't feel too bad about it, but some things have transpired where I was like, you know what? That's kind of crazy. Yes, and you uh, know what's funny is you were making fun of me on Wednesday about which one? About I do that a lot. Uh, they were talking about taking all the favorites, and you're like, yeah, Alex's bracket. Yeah. And then what it's, happened? It's top heavy. Yeah. 
I mean, you know what's funny though? Because I don't feel like I said, the reason why I don't feel too too bad and like the grand scheme of things is because you and me both admitted, um, in the South region that we both went with the emotional pick and took Ole Miss over Oklahoma. Right. We, we probably went with the emotional pick over our brains with that one. Um, Oregon, that that Oregon, Wisconsin, I did two brackets originally. The first one was in pencil because I was just kind of like, I think I was actually playing the game. And I just kind of pulled the bracket out and I was like, let me just kind of pencil through it and see what, what it was. Right. I originally had Oregon penciled in. I thought that. And then when I, yeah, because that was the original where I sent it to you and was like, see, I'm kind of formulating it. And then I went back and did the one in pen and I put Wisconsin. Oh. Uh, so what else did, what else burned me? I mean. Because I actually, when that game was going on, I was thinking that you did have Oregon. Mm, yeah, see, because I, I, when you brought it up, I was like, I do have, then I looked at my bracket, I was like, no. No. I don't have <laughs> So, I mean, like I said, I feel good about Florida. Yes. I told you Florida was going to take out UNR. Yes. I told you that, so. I'm going to leave that one where it is. Um, we both had Murray State. Emotional pick for me. So Why would you even pick? What? The only emotion when you pick against, when you pick UNR, when you're picking a UNR game, is to pick against them. <gasps> That's the only emotion you're allowed to have. How dare you? Well, okay. It was for the seniors. I really wanted them to. I almost said something that was podcast eligible. No. <laughs> the only no. emotion you can feel is, is, is they're going to lose. Well, and. I'm not gonna lie. Last year, I had them going pretty decent in the, in the in the tournament too. So, and it helps when it's our conference, right? We need some wins. You know what? It took me last season to kind of understand that, and then even though I kind of had the bracket filled out the way that I did, they did make it farther than I had them going. But I did have them winning a couple of games, so or a game or two. So, it became one of those things where throughout the tournament, everybody was like, "Well, I mean." At least UNR is over there. At least they and I was kinda on campus like, okay, why? Yeah. And then when somebody explained it to me, I was like, is it kind of bad that I don't care? Like if it was Fresno State, all right. If it was Utah State, all right. If it was Air Force, great. Like, no. SDSU and UNR, no, absolutely not. Y'all need to get bounced immediately. Well, what happened to <laughs> Utah State? I had them too, did you? Did in the first game? Uh did I? I did. I did. You know what's funny though? Um, Washington is athletic, and they're they have length on the perimeter. So it's one of those things where when I looked at that game, that was that might have been the one of the emotional picks as well because I was like Mountain West. Yes. I I didn't think you guys was gonna win the tournament. Once they did, I was like, all right, maybe they, maybe maybe they're actually still a tournament game too. Or the, I didn't think they were gonna win a conference tournament. I put it that way. But um, when it got to the to the big dance, I was like, maybe they'll maybe they're still a game. Yeah, I thought the same thing. We do feel well. I brought it up to you during the baseball game because I just walked up. Because again, t explain what you do at the baseball games one more time. So I do on-field MC and just you know some promotions, games, you know, dizzy bat race. So that's a great um, gig that I and I'm very thankful for UNLV for giving me that opportunity. Absolutely, um, and I mean you do a great job at it and. It's so funny because I try to find the moments where I'm like, okay, cool, now I can talk to her. Or like, and I notice you do the same thing. You're like, okay, he's right, and he's right. Okay, here you go. Yep. But I remember specifically, um, right when I looked at the TV, you had walked in. So I was like, cool, let me let me walk, just walk by and say something. So when I walked by and I put my hands on your shoulders and I was like, what did I tell you? And it's funny because, and I was just telling somebody recently, the way that you, 
like you said, you said because when you're thinking of something, I finish it. Right. I finish your sentence. It's funny because I told somebody too. It just dawned on me when I'm looking around for something. Oftentimes you hand it to me. Right. I don't say a word. Like I'm looking for something. You just hand it to me, and I'm like, yes, like that's exactly what I needed. So it's it's kind of funny because when I said, "What did I tell you?" Yeah. The first thing you did was look at the TV. Yep. As soon as you looked, you were like, and you just looked at me and was like. You said it. And I was like, Kansas just hasn't been playing. When I looked at the way that both teams were playing, I was like, it's not even going to be close. Auburn's going to slap them. I think you you had to have brought that up last Monday because I have Auburn. So you must have planted that. I had to. In my that, head. Something, something, I watched that SEC tournament, and I was just like, okay, some, something, that, that coach has something. That right. coach has something. And that Kansas Bruce team is, Pearl, I believe. is just not – it's just the season. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, the season. Absolutely. I mean, that's what it, if they still get a strong recruiting class, which I still believe they will, um, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. But you could just see the way the season was going. It was just like, okay, what's going on? So I do want to go over uh actually we probably can wait till after the break to go ahead and talk about uh who we have in the Sweet Sixteen. But let's let's talk about what else we had. Belmont. I told you Belmont. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. What t- lost don't by tell two. me they lost by two to Maryland. I was watching I was did I watch the game? No, I think I was watching the game cast. And um I think I was showering during the game, so I might have been listening to it. And then when I got out, I watched the end of the game cast and I was just like this close. This this close. this close. Because did I even have them winning another game after that? No, I had them losing to LSU. But even then, but for them to beat Temple and then beat Maryland, oh, I wanted it so bad. I wanted it so bad. Um, funny because I actually had them on my, you know, I have an app bracket. Okay. And okay. it's, I filled this out on Wednesday when we did the podcast. Mm-hmm. And some of them are a little different. I guess, like you said, you kind of had two. Mm-hmm. So I do have Marilyn on this one that we filled out together, but I had Belmont on my app. Okay. So. So you. So I was kind of confused on which one I. On which one you really wanted. Yeah. Which one you really want? See, that's that's why I try not to do too many brackets because then I'm looking like, oh well, I need it for this one, yeah. but then I don't need it for this one, and then I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm looking at the games that kind of burn me. So me me betting on St. John's in the first four was. Ooh, I shouldn't have did that one. Yeah. That was that was one where I was like, okay, because I had them beating Arizona State, I had them beating Buffalo. Oh, jeez! And then I had them losing to Texas Tech. So, yeah, that one hurt. That one hurt. I think that was really the only one. I'm happy that I got the UCF pick. Um, Kansas State, way to wow. How far did you? Go, how far State. did you have them losing to Auburn next? No, that's no, Kansas. That's, Where is it at? Yeah, that's Virginia. I had them. Oh. I had them losing to Virginia. Okay. Yeah, I don't even. Know. <sighs> mm. Because the way that Virginia plays too, and I was looking at the bracket, and it's almost like every time that Virginia was on, or a Virginia game came up, it was almost like they were the team that I picked by default. Until I had them losing, and we'll get into who I had them losing to later on. But I mean, that first game, I almost died. I was like, this will not happen again. This cannot happen again. Again, like I said, growing up a Duke fan, I feel like I still kind of have a little bit of disdain for just anybody else in that conference just just because I kind of grew right. up hating them, so I'm not going to 
I mean, again, I'm going to still be impartial. North Carolina looks like a, a legitimate threat. But um, when, when I look at Virginia, it would be so Virginia-like for them to lose two back-to-back. To two straight, two back-to-back years to 16 seeds. It would be so Virginia. I just wanted to be a fly in that locker room at halftime. I just... It wasn't pretty. I just cannot even imagine. You know what? Speaking of that, let me tell a quick story. Shout out to... Because my dad loves high school basketball. Like, he loves... High, he Well, I'll put it this way. He loves Fairfax High School basketball in California. Okay. Um, And it's just so, it's so funny to me because it worked out this way. Again, like I said, growing up a Duke fan, he's a North Carolina fan. He went to Fairfax. I just so happened to go to Fairfax's biggest rival school. I went to Westchester. Okay. So it just so happened that way. So when I got to campus and I was like, my dad uh, was like, you know who your rivals are. And I was like, nah, like I got to figure it out. Like I know people are talking about Venice and he was like, Venice. And I was like, well, I mean, that's what I heard on campus. I don't know. Like I just been here for like a week. Right. And, or a couple of days. And he was like, Fairfax. And I was like, where y'all? Wait, what? So anyway, all the basketball clashes with me being there, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. So it's just so funny because Coach Azam, Coach Ed Azam at Westchester, <laughs> being a high school reporter, I did it I did it at Cerritos as well. The coaches allowed for me, it, our relationship was just different. They, they allowed for me in a locker room at halftime. Okay. Coach Azam, Coach, Coach Russ May at Cerritos. Yo, obviously you're in here, whatever you hear, you hear. But I was grown at that time. At in high school, I used to, it, it, I never really even took it away because Coach Azam, you, the play one of the players laughed the very, very first time. I'm sure he wasn't laughing for very much longer once we once he, once I left. Because Coach would walk into the uh locker room and if it was one of those games, before he would speak, he would kind of take a deep breath and be like and he'll look up and be like, Nah, get out. Okay. And I'll be like, bet. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want me to hear something right now. So it's cool. I understand I was a kid, but again, just those relationships, it allowed me to understand his mentality. It allowed me to understand exactly what he told the team. Um, it allowed me just, it allowed me a different perspective. So like I said, I look back fondly on those times and just be like high school and, and community college. It allowed me that, that inside right. scoop. So it was just, it was, it was incredible. That's really funny. Um, a lot of times when I interview the high school coaches mm -hmm. for high school football out here, mm -hmm. um, when it's a game like that, too, I'm kind of like, okay, give me the G version of what G you're going to say. Give me the G rated, please. Yes. Please do that. Oh, wait. I don't know why I put up my bracket. I picked up the atlas. But anyway. Um, okay, we have to talk about a huge game yesterday. Yes, let's do that. That would have absolutely killed me. Hoo-wee. And that ending was insane. Would have killed a lot of people. A lot of people. But ironically, I wasn't nervous. They really? Were, yeah. Well, you've, well you've, you've, honestly, you haven't, and I give you so much credit for this, you haven't backed off of this train at all. Right. At all. At, you haven't moved, not once. Didn't nope. matter who they, lose, who they lost to. Uh, didn't matter how they looked during the games, even in wins. You were like, mm, no. No. This is, this is going to be your national champion. Yes. Yes, you're right. I have been full force. Well, that's because I was all about them before Zion got hurt, and then that became the topic. And once he was back, I was like, all right. It, it, he kicked it into a different gear. If you thought he wasn't that number one pick before the injury, yeah. what do you think now? Absolutely. Um, what did you think of 
seven foot six. Taco fall. Uh-huh. You know what's funny? When when I first heard about him, it was almost like it almost was like a tall tale, no pun intended. Like I was like, Oh, he's he he can't be like he he gotta be uncoordinated. Right. It has to be something. I was like, cause he can't be what what he what he looks like. He is. He's that. Like he's really that. And I mean, at the NBA level, I guess we'll really see if he's able to be mobile and if they can expose him on a defensive end. But in terms of rim protection, yeah, nobody's getting a layup around that. Oh my gosh! And you know what's interesting too? I, I understand how the games become Zion versus Taco. Yes, and it's one of those things where if we say that these are college kids, it's Duke versus UCF, right? Still. And it was just interesting because I'm looking at the bottom of the ticker, and I guess it is important to know if it's just sport. If you just you're just a sports fan, but ESPN said that all three of his blocks, in parentheses, they had all on Williams, or all on Williamson. I mean, right? He probably had the only one that had the testes to go do it. Yeah. I mean, who's gonna? Who else is gonna go test Taco? Trey Jones. I mean, I, I've been very very high on Trey Jones, and he didn't shoot the ball well, but. Who else was going to do that? Right. Of course they were all on him. Right. Okay, so before we go to break, I do have alternative stats for you. This is going to be a fun one. Is it? Fun for you? Okay, it's fun for you. No, 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 no. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> all right, we'll see. Okay, so for all our listeners, two of these are true and one is false, and Chatterbox has to figure out which one is false. Are you ready? Mm, ready as I ever be. Okay, first one. Um, in October of 2018, Nevada Gaming won 693 million on slot machines alone. Second one. Uh, this is the first time since the 2008 tournament that all the top three seeds advance to the Sweet 16. And last. There's estimated to be at least 1,000 people living beneath Vegas in underground tunnels. What was the second one? The fir- this is the first time since 2008 tournament that all the top three seeds advanced to the Sweet 16. Nah, I'm going to go with the last one as the alternative stat. The 1,000 people? Living underground in tunnels? Yo, if that is, if that is factual... Add that to the po- add that to the podcast list. Oh yeah. That, that, wait, time out. Wait, you said oh yeah. Are we adding that to the podcast list? Yes, you're you're gonna have to watch some documentaries. What? Yes. There's a thousand people. Explain before um, we go to break. Please. So explain. they call it like a t- city, a little city down there, and it's right under Caesar's Palace, mostly. My dad said because I was like infatuated with this for a little bit because I just could not believe it. But yeah, so there's people who have done documentaries and who have gone down there and we got to check it out more. But the thing is, when it rains really hard, Uh like police and authorities will actually give them like a heads up like you guys should move. Yeah, you might want to move. So I'm people, so confused. Are you I'm, serious? I need to check and see if it's even higher than a <laughs> thousand a now. But okay, what is this documentary called? Um, Tunnel People. I think Tunnel People. Yeah, is this... I think there's actually a few. Wow. All right, I don't even know how to feel right now. I know it feels creepy, actually. 
Under season? Okay, yeah. We can we can figure that one out later. Um so I mind blow Okay, so what's the alternative stat? I just I switched it a little on you. So it's the first time since two thousand nine. Nine. Wow. Underground I there was no way. I was really sitting here like there's no way. You're not gonna no, there's no way. Um, okay, and when we come back, I want to talk more about that slot machine, too, and I want to compare it to the other gaming and show you the huge difference, but um, we're going to talk about the teams yes. on the board tonight, see what you like in the NIT, okay. and the games Thursday, Friday. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. Say Chandler has cancer, because that is such a scary word. St. Jude takes care of absolutely everything. And knowing that we don't have to pay for all of the medical expenses, that's huge. St. Jude allowed me to focus on being a mom to Bryce. And sometimes I'm just in awe of the impact St. Jude has, not only on this community, but the world. St. Jude is uniquely positioned to advance the cures of pediatric cancer, I think better than any other institution in the world. The contributions make a big difference. Donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. We have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just like, on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was, serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Nevada Army National Guard. Aired by the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. This heavyweight bout is about to begin. What's the champ wearing? Looks like an examination gown. And from the back... Ooh, that's not pretty. Champ, what's with the get-up? I've got to take care of my family, so I'm getting those important medical screenings. The fight is over. Champ, you look pretty healthy out there tonight. But I'm still getting those tests. For a list of tests you need, go to ahrq.gov. And remember, real men wear gowns. Go to ahrq.gov. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AHRQ, and the Ad Council. Welcome to Dial-A-Movie, your one-stop guide to what's playing. For the Hollywood blockbuster, anything but sunshine, press 1. For the romantic comedy, anything but sunshine, press 2. And for anything but sunshine... You expect options everywhere else in life. Are you getting them when it comes to your medical treatment? Explore all your options and talk with your doctor about what's right for you. Knowing your options is the best option. Learn more at ahrq.gov. That's ahrq.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. All right. Welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White. Follow me on Twitter at Alex White with two E's. Here with my co-host, Terrell Chatterbox. Yes, yes. You can follow him on Twitter at Sir, Sir 
underscore chatterbox c h a double t e r b o x all right so if you're just tuning in we did our alternative stats before the break yes and we talked about there's a thousand at least people living under i'm still (laughs) las vegas in tunnels um we also talked about how much nevada gaming made last october 2018 um, was did that surprise you? You didn't really, you didn't even no, think that one could be. Nah, I'm gonna be honest because since I've moved out here, that's one of the things that I, especially being such a sports fan, I'm like, oh, you're in Vegas, you gotta add betting to your 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 repertoire. Like you gotta you gotta learn the the game of betting. You gotta learn just the Nevada gaming regulations. You gotta learn everything. Right. And just a part of that, um, that somewhat uh, research. I, I looked into um, some story and I seen how much they brought in for the year. Yeah. And I seen how much the total number was. And then I seen like, I think like it was like a chart of a breakdown and that number wasn't too far off. So I was like, yeah, that one's, that one's spot on. So if you had to guess, what would you say makes the next most money? So slot machines is first at, for one month, 693 million. Mm-hmm. So what comes in second? I'm going to be honest. I, I got three things in mind. One thing, it's like a beginner game, so I would understand it. One of them is, what's the, well, one of them is a popular game, but I I don't understand it. And it's so funny because once I say I don't understand it, your dad's probably going to be like, I could tell him I could, I could teach him in 15 minutes. But, um, and then the last one I would think is probably like my, my wild card. Okay. But the beginner game is obviously Blackjack. Okay. Um, The game that I can't get with, I just can't figure out is Roulette. Roulette? Yes. What? I told you. Like, okay. I, okay, so maybe you can teach me in 15 minutes. Like, I just can't. I don't. And it's so funny because people are like, you're betting on us. And I'm like, Brett, you can do that with sports. Like, why right. do you have to do, why do you, it looks like a checkerboard. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. And then, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I've seen some crazy things happen at that, like, area where I'm just like, I would never play this game. And then the wild card was, uh, was the crap stable. Do you get the crap stable? Do I get, yes. I my friend has kind of okay. Kind of slowly tried to like walk me on that one. Cuz I definitely thought that's where you're going mm-hmm. on the one that you didn't understand cuz that's gets most people. Mm-hmm. But once you get it, it's so much fun. It's a lot of fun. It's the best place to go. Yeah. Easy. Especially with a group. Show. If you have a group and you're oh, all yeah. going down to a t- tables, it's just very interactive. You're best all having fun, especially when you're winning. That helps. I don't know if I'm supposed to shout out places on I'll, I'll on the podcast. Can you add? I'll, I'll add it to the podcast list. We got to talk about which which places hit okay. out here because okay. we that's oh super important. Yes, definitely. Okay, so you were correct. Blackjack is number two. Okay. Um, roulette comes in at four, and then craps. I don't know how to say this. Um, for the, the third, third one. one. Baccarat. And I've never played it. That's a lie. I think I just. I think I have. What is that? And that actually has the best odds out of everything. Is I think so. I think this is what I just learned. Are you sure? Because there's a game called Casino War that we're gonna have to analyze then, because it's literally I I don't want to keep plugging it, but it's it's a podcast conversation, but it's I declare war. Literally. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. Hmm. Tables that hit in Vegas. We gonna we gonna we gonna talk about that too. I do have other like random topics. I know we have to get to um to uh back to March Madness. But shout out to 
UNLV because I'm sitting here in the office right now looking first of all I'm wearing a, a be a rebel shirt the senior night shirt from the basketball game um and I'm looking at the 2019 rebel football uh poster and obviously it has the home games it has uh it has Javin White it has Jericho Flowers it has quarterback Armani Rogers and again like I said it's something it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what the offseason looks like it doesn't matter what anything any of the the talk surrounding any team especially on campus when this when you see things like this you get excited yes absolutely especially with sam boyd kind of split with the new las vegas stadium this this poster is insane yes this poster is absolutely insane and on the back it says be a rebel just like your shirt yes and thank you unlv for actually keeping a slogan for more than a year (laughs) because they constantly change Hey, I like to be a rebel. I do too. I like this one a lot. I, I have, oh, they've given away so many different things uh, regarding it. But speaking about uh, UNLV football as well, um, pro timing day was today. And it was it was something that I wanted to go to. Um, but, again, having to do the show, having the classes and things of that nature, I wasn't able to do it. wanted to go support, obviously. Um, and it was one of those things where I'm not even sure if I was going to cover it for anything. Um, in terms of like a story, like something hard written, maybe social media, of course, but I was, like I said, I was going to support. It was one of those things where it was just like, Hey, you don't, everybody doesn't get to experience this. So, you know what I mean? You, you should, you should, you should have a crowd out there. You definitely should. Yeah. That's really cool. How long does it go on today? Um, it's probably over now. Okay. It's probably been over for a little bit. Okay. Um, but again, like I said, I'll, I'll probably reach out to some people, see how it went. Um, I'm sure some people have, well, maybe not video and, and things of that nature, but they said that we weren't supposed to have it. I'm sure that somebody has it. I'm sure obviously there's cameras set up for certain people. Right. So again, I, I would love to know how that went, but again, everybody doesn't get to experience that. Yeah. Um, it's a big moment. And like I said, it's. Is as people on campus, I tell people all the time, I'm in a different seat, and I tell anybody who writes for the paper, you're in a different seat. Again, don't be a homer, like in your writing, obviously, but in human nature, it it, it baffles me when we walk around on campus, and there are just some people, and they're they have their rights, but there are some people that just do not care, just don't care about basketball, football, baseball, volleyball, tennis, golf, just none of it is applicable to them it just it doesn't matter but it's just one of those things where i'm just like you go to the school right you don't have to play you don't have to even check but it's like you go to the school so i mean obviously if, if you're writing for something i tell people all the time wouldn't you want to cover a national championship game who wouldn't yeah like i mean of, of course but at the end of the day as long as you're here you should ride with your your school i mean obviously be objective and if you see something that needs to be called out call it out because Everybody knows I do. I mean, you, you obviously you still should want UNLV to succeed at the highest level. So you are you talking about students or you're talking about students? Okay, just in general. Yeah, because I mean, students obviously the campus. athletes take it beyond serious. Um, it's just some people on campus, and like I said, they have their rights to just not care. But um, I, I was speaking specifically to the writers and saying, obviously, don't be a homer in your writing. Be um, be objective, but at the end of the day, you go here. Right. <laughs> at the end of the day, right. you do want to cover a national championship game. I mean, obviously, you're not going to be cheering at the games. You still got to sit there and report on whatever happens. But 
Yeah, I mean, and and it's so funny because I I, I wonder how I got to this point, and it's because growing up, I, and it's so funny because a lot of people probably wouldn't credit this person, but I shout out Rick Camilla, Rick Camilla from NBA TV, because he's always been a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. And he stuck with it. And he has been open and honest. And just as a kid, again, I'm not arguing he's the first one because I didn't. I highly doubt he's the first person to ever go on record and say this is the fan or this is my team. Right. Um, but he has, and that was the first one that I caught wind of and was like, "Wow, Rick Camel is on NBA TV hosting game night, and he's like the next uh, game of the night is actually the best game of the night because it comes from Minnesota, which my Timberwolves play in." And I'm sitting there like. He's having fun with that. Yeah. Like, and then he, by the end of the segment, he's like, yeah, and, you know, Minnesota again, drops to 33 and 49. And it's just like, he's having fun with it. His team is his team. He rocks with it. And then, obviously, when I got get older and I see Max Kellerman, he's a Giant right. fan. And uh, I see Stephen A. Smith, and he's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And now I'm like, oh, okay, I have no problem with it. If you can be objective and do your job, you yeah. don't have an outcome on the game. You're not a referee. You're not a coach. You're not any of these things. You have to report on what happens regardless. Right. So you were like, cool. I can't go that route. High school helped me as well because experiencing state championships and being on the road and high school is different. So we're not taking flights. We're all on a bus. Everybody's on the same bus. Right. And then if the room, if there's no room on the bus, Terrell, you have to go get on the cheerleaders bus. Okay. I'm not complaining. I don't want to be on this bus anyway. Yeah. So like looking at that and getting those experiences like I said, that's when you kind of realize, yes, you guys do want to cover a national championship. You guys do want to cover an uh, NCAA tournament game. No, I have never covered it, but to understand what it's like to see a team and literally literally chronicle their journey yeah. to something is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. On that um, topic, mm-hmm. I will say the, the culture here, I do think it's getting better, and I mm-hmm. would credit that to Rebel Place and – you know, having somewhere for everyone to live that's close. I think the students are getting closer and the students are becoming better fans to the athletes. And when I was here 10 years ago, it was really bad because it was like students just were literally going to class and leaving. You know, the whole college life wasn't quite what it is now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm like, you guys aren't going to go to the game and support the football team i don't care if they're losing and they've been losing you know support yeah show up and it helps um but i will say athletes are so supportive of each other always uber supportive yes like from the volleyball team at the basketball games from the football team at the volleyball games uh from basketball popping up at games yes it's 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 amazing from swim i'm swim i might have to give the most credit to when swim goes somewhere oh yeah Yo, it's not it's not four people that's in the dorm room like, uh, you know what? Let's go to the volleyball game. Nah. Yeah. It's it must be a massive group chat where it might be a couple of group chats where it's like 15 people in each one and it's 30 people when they show up. You are so dead on with that. That is so, so true. So swim swim gets not even close. Swim gets the award for most school spirit on this campus, not even close. Yeah. Volley volleyball is close cuz that core group Oh, when they're at your games, you hear them. Yes. You hear every single one of them. Yes, that so is true. So volleyball is near near to that. Um. Okay, so we're going to switch gears really quick. Let's do it. Um, I have so – oh, man, I have one thing that I just can't wait to talk about. 
it's, it's NBA related, so I don't know where it fits. But oh, it's going to happen on this podcast. Uh oh. I know my mom's listening. It's about her Lakers, so it's funny. Okay, let's let's go there. I want to start. I want to go NBA until the break, and then the last hour we'll do all Man. college basketball. No, too soon. I'm no, we, it. We, no, we could do it now. But mom, don't you don't you cut this off, mom? I have been on record saying multiple times. And I, oh man, I'm smiling from ear to ear right now because I, I have said. I am too, because I think I know what you're going to say. Say it for me. No. Please say it for me. Please do it. Is it Mark Jackson? No. Oh. But you're absolutely right because that is something that I have been on for a yes. very long time. Yes. If Lakers are looking for a coach, if Mark Jackson does not get an interview, Houston, we have a problem. But what I was actually about to say was I've been saying this for years. The Lakers were going to regret letting go of D'Angelo Russell so soon. The Lakers were not officially eliminated until they lost to the Brooklyn Nets. Right. I, right. I perp, again, like I told people, when teams get bounced from the when, – when the Cowboys lost in the playoffs, even though I wasn't watching football, I didn't call my dad that day. I didn't call him the next morning. I called him kind of like 24 hours after, like the next night and was like, what's going on? Because I'm going to be honest, when you're truly a fan, people some, some people are like, oh, you take it too serious. No. When you're truly a fan, that's a long off season. Yes. When you feel like you're close to something. Yes. That's a very long off season. So you want to give that person a, a little bit of time. You do. So, except about for Patriot tw- about fans. About 24 hours. I give them 24 hours, except for Patriot fans. If they, you guys win too much. So if yeah. you lose, I'm on your head immediately. But Expect yeah. a text. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's going to happen. I might get a couple of them. But, um... <laughs> It's just so funny because I let my mom, oh, my gosh, I let her live on that one. I didn't do anything. She called me one day, and we were just laughing, talking, and I was, um, I just, I, I'm late to the party, but I just got UFC 3 on the video game, so I was playing the game, and I was talking to my mom, and I forgot exactly what she said, but she said something, and I heard Pacers, and yeah. I, I must have channeled my inner Kevin Hart, and I was like, are you done? Are you, did you just talk, did you just bring up the NBA? Are you done? Go ahead. And I let her talk. She was like, how did the Pacers lose to so-and-so? I was like, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I get it. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Are you done? As soon as she was done, I couldn't wait to bring up the D'Angelo Russell point. I was like, I just want to know what you felt when you was watching that game. She was like, you know what? I was like, why would you even, why would you keep talking? When I asked you, are you done the first time? Why did you keep talking? Because yeah, now, now I'm about to let you, oh, now I'm about to let you have it. It got to the point to where my dad started talking in the background. I was like, you don't talk either. You're a Laker fan. You can't talk. I'm talking to both of y'all. I'm talking to both of y'all. Oh, my Cause, gosh. Because both, both of them were like, I'm not, my mom, not so much. But my dad was definitely like, Russell, he's not going to, I don't I don't think he's going to, nah, I, I think he's going to be exactly what he is, right? And I was like, dad. No, he's not. I was like, trust me. When you see the attitude and the chip on the shoulder that he had at Ohio State, I was like, you saw something then. It was like, oh, nah, he got this fierceness in him. He like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for it. This is mine. So when they traded him, I was like, who? And you sent them to Brooklyn? You sent them to another city that's going to add to it? He's going to, you guys, you guys just created a monster. So were you waiting for that game? I, you know what's funny? That game crept up on me. So it was one of those things where, like I said, the Auburn situation, I kind of, again, Max Kellerman taught me, if you don't touch your own uh, horn, sometimes there's no music. So the Auburn thing, I kind of patted myself on the back for. I wasn't, shout out, shout out to my mom because I'm about to mess with her again. I wasn't checking for the Lakers. Right. I haven't been for quite some time. <laughs> so, but you would have been on the Nets if you knew. 
if well, that, well, if then if I knew the game was coming up. Yes. Yeah, because I knew I found out that morning or not that morning. I think I might have found out while we were doing the podcast because the post said ten hours ago, and I was like, that was this morning. Wait. So then when I went and looked, I think it was like six minutes left and Brooklyn was, uh, and the, I forgot what the score was, but um, Brooklyn was kind of hanging around. I think they were trailing, but they were hanging around. And I was like, hmm, watch them do it. Watch them do it. And watch D'Angelo wave to all of the fans. Bye. Bye. Go home. But I don't even think he did that, but he, he should have. But um, I was going to say, wait, did that happen? No, nah, I wish he would have. I honestly wish he would have. But look, when I got out of it and I looked at, at Twitter and I was watching some of the highlights, that, that one play, I pointed it out to my mom, that one play told, every, told everything to me. When LeBron came down and got that two-handed dunk and off the inbound pass, I think D'Angelo Russell shot a 30-footer with 21 seconds left on the shot clock. And it was water. And I think it was in this, that was in the second quarter. Right. And I was like, just looking at the highlights, I was like, even if I was watching this game live, I would have said it then. Nope. I don't care what the score is. He's going to have a crazy night tonight. Yeah. And then just to watch the highlights and how we kept doing that. I'm talking 21, 19, 18 seconds on the shot clock pulling up. Right. Yeah. And he, like you said, second quarter. Yes. Um, He could have obviously been like, we have a ton of time left, but he was that serious Foot on the pedal yep instantly and i mean like i said it just i told my dad in the moment you guys created a monster i hope you guys are happy with yourselves because now he's going to be a problem for everybody else and it's funny because when he went to brooklyn and he was like and it was interesting because you always want to uh pay attention to when a person gets traded to a team that um especially depending on their caliber if they're prospects if they're uh if their potential is high um, if they're superstars already, if they get traded to a team that's not doing too well or doesn't have a history of doing so well, it's interesting to see how they interact with that. Baker Mayfield has been great with Cleveland. Right. And when D'Angelo got shipped to Brooklyn, I was wondering how he was going to argue because I was like, he has the attitude to be like, we're going to the playoffs. And he didn't. And that's why I was so interesting because I was like, that's interesting because his attitude the very first season was, I just want to be a thorn in everybody's side. Right. And I was like, that's the most brilliant thing he can say because he's not saying we're going to win every game. But there are going to be playoff teams that are coming in here thinking it's going to be an easy night. And now you're now you're dropping from first to second. Now you're dropping from second to fourth. He was like, I want to be that thorn to somebody's side. And they were a thorn to somebody. I forgot who. Well, I don't know if it was Philly. If it was it was somebody toward that might have been Detroit. It was somebody toward the end of the year. And it was, they were toward the bottom of the standings. And I was like, he's right. He said he wanted to be a thorn in somebody's side, and there you go. I actually think it might have been Philly. It might because you know what? Because Philly played Miami in the first round, which I think was the four or five. So now that I think about it, you know what? I'm not even going to try to go back because that was almost actually a year ago. So I'm not even going to try to do that. Well, speaking of, let's talk about the standings right now. Let's do it. For this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the West is crazy. <sighs> the NBA is crazy. Right? It's They're so close. Yeah, the, the West six, is... six to nine, right? Or like a game off. Who's in third now? Houston, right? Yes. Okay. Houston's in third. Trailblazers are in fourth. Yes. Shout out to Dame Dollar. Damian Lillard is. That's another person that once he came out, I was like, hmm. Yes. Because I didn't watch him in college, so once he was when it came to draft time, I started watching the highlights. Went back and watched a couple of things and was like, oh. Yeah. Like, he kind of, 
he 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 got this little man complex. Like he yes. out here looking at you guys. Like he he has some. And you know what's funny? And it's so now that I think about it, I was about to say, not on the defensive side, but he has Gary Payton in him on the offensive side. Okay, and he's from Oakland, just okay. like Gary Payton. So it makes all the perfect correlation. So never mind. I was about to, I was about to try to make it correlate. I don't even have to. Right. They're both from Oakland. It just happened. But yeah, so he has he has this. He has this, it doesn't matter who's in front of him. I'm going to pull up. I don't care if you're slower than me. Oh, I'm definitely about to get by you and get to the cut. Um, he, he, I think the year that he was in a rookie sophomore challenge or the Rising Stars challenge, I think they switched the name, the Rising Stars challenge, he was also in a three-point contest and in the dunk contest. Really? And he made the All-Star team. Or I think he, I think he barely missed the All-Star game. So it was one of those things where he might have made it as a replacement. It was something crazy. But it was one of those things where that was one of the moments where I was like, people aren't going to talk about this. But this man, just during All Star Weekend, when people get a week off, he just competed in everything. Right, that's except crazy. Except for the um, the uh, oh my gosh, what the guards do normally, like the obstacle course. Oh yes, and um, I cannot. Don't do it to me. And I'm an NBA guy, and this is about to bother me. Hopefully, when we get back from break, I can remember it, but. Wow, that's gonna okay. that's gonna bother me because I like the fact that they added the new wrinkle and added the big guys to it too. Right. But um, yeah. But but Damian Lillard and D'Angelo Russell. Like I see D'Angelo Russell, or I see um Damian Lillard and D'Angelo Russell as well. Like I see that type of attitude. Um, and they're both a lot of fun to watch. A lot of fun because you do see that passion, and like you said, no one's gonna stand in my way. Are we taking a real break or are we doing a station identification? Uh, this is a real break. Oh, station, yep. ident- station identification is at 59. Okay, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. This is the Rebel HD2. We play whatever the hell we want. I'm Dustin DeHart of Nova Home Loans, ranked in the top 1% loan originators. I've been helping people achieve the dream of homeownership for over a decade. I'm partnering with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and recognizing the Nevada Military Support Alliance, an organization dedicated to the recognition, support, and appreciation for Nevada's men and women of our armed forces, veterans, and their family. I am Dustin DeHart, and I am Nevada Proud. This message sponsored by Nova Home Loans, aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. The potential for someone to be a great associate exists in everyone. Tim hasn't slowed down. He's given us 110% every day. It's been a very, very good program for us. They're dedicated workers, and they're happy to be here, and we're happy to have them. With vocational rehab, we get someone that is ready to do what we do here. Everybody loves one. He's a great employee. He's an icon here at Damon Industries. We have people with many different disabilities inside our organization, but we've made it to become a win-win situation for all. Employees with disabilities bring great value to business. VR Nevada is at work for disability inclusion and can connect you with talented employees to help drive business success for your company. For more information, call 775-823-8110 in the north or 702-486-0372 in the south or log on to vrnevada.org. This message sponsored by the Department of Employment, Training, and Rehabilitation, aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm here with Terrell Chatterbox. Yes, yes. I'm Alex White. Thanks for joining us. So really quick, we were both thinking... 
way too complicated, I think. Yes, for way, that, way too hard. For that NBA. So it is the skills challenge. Way too hard. Yeah. I I thought it, and then I'm like, wait, is that too too simple? But, mm. yeah. Nah, Sometimes uh, less is more. Simplicity. Yes. So do you want to talk about this breaking news? Yes. Let's do it. Now that I'm watching football again, let's do it. Yes. Since it relates to your team. Yes. Okay, go ahead. What better way to open it? But the NFL, first of all, shout out to the NFL. And I normally don't ever shout out the NFL. But shout yeah. out to the NFL reaching its 100th season. That's big. It's We're going to get really a big. clip of this. I'm I'm going to cut that. Shout out to the NFL. Is it going to be a SoundCloud? I mean, is it going to be a SoundCloud? Is it going to be a soundbite on a podcast? Don't do that. Absolutely. Don't do that. Don't do not do that. And I'm so mad that I taught you about the soundboard now. Because now yes. it's like when you say get certain things, I'm like, oh, man, I did say that. Okay. But for to open the NFL season, especially its 100th season, the Bear. I'm mad that they're hosting. But the Bears will host the Green Bay Packers on September 5th. This is the second straight season that the teams are meeting in their season openers. It's one. It's a one and no start for the Packers. Whoa! What you mean? What else you want me to say? Whoa! What else you want me to say? When's week one for for Rebel football too? That's one and no start for for UNLV too. Yeah. It's okay, we need a sizzle button. Why no? are you sleeping on the Bears? That what you mean? I don't like them. Okay. <laughs> Plain and simple. So I'm a Packer fan. I don't. Uh, Khalil Mack is Khalil Mack. Again, like I said, Mitchell Trubisky, his job is similar to Mark Sanchez when the Jets were doing what they were doing. Similar to um, Russell Wilson, even though Russell Wilson, I believe, has shown that he's an, he's an elite quarterback. But at the time that they won their Super Bowls or the time that they made their runs, because Mark Sanchez doesn't have one, um, their job is to just not mess up the game. You have two running backs in, in, in Howard, and at the time you had. Uh, Tariq Cohen, and I don't believe Cohen is there anymore. I'm not sure. Oh. But uh, anyway, I think they had, like, a third back as well. So Mitch Trubisky, it almost became his job to just not mess up the game. That's true. And since he runs as well, as well as he does, it wouldn't surprise me if you don't throw the ball very much, sir. It just wouldn't wouldn't shock me if you don't. I do have one question What's for up? you. Um, has your team got Aaron Rodgers any help? Um, on the defensive side, yes. Okay. If that helps. Um, and you know what? Did I say my mom's tipping? I didn't, huh? Because I, I have it up, too. I even pulled it up twice. Uh, let me just get to that really quick. Okay. There are no limits to what you can accomplish except the limits you place on your own thinking. Nice. Especially with what we kind of stumbled upon earlier this week, okay. Alex, which okay. we're going we're gonna to credit you for. Because when we make that announcement, that's 1,000% your idea. And I'm so, like... I'm in as much music as I listen to. Yeah. It's crazy. I didn't think of that idea. And you came up with a brilliant idea that we're gonna, hopefully going to unveil in the next two weeks or so. I'm pretty sure you came up with the wording, though. I think that was where your I music side came in. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll definitely talk about it. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I yeah, can't absolutely. Wait. Oh, man. But again, like I said, when I look at um, the Bears, I mean, yeah. I look at their defense. Their yes. defense is going to be something that Aaron Rodgers is going to have to get over. But at the same time, especially with signing um, Amos, signing uh, Z Smith, uh, let, I mean, understandably letting Clay Matthews walk away, um, I think the Packers know what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball. I think we're realizing, I'm going to be honest, draft, got to go get a running back. Yes. Got to go get Devontae Adams some help at wideout. Not a question. Don't care what you say. That is not 
optional. Right. Because you've done everything in free agency. If you didn't think you were going to land an Antonio Brown through trade, or if you didn't think you were going to get a Le'Veon Bell in free agency, you did the right thing. You shored up the defense in free agency. Yes. So in the draft, you have two jobs. Go get an elite wideout if you can, and go get an elite running back. Go get somebody that Aaron can dump the ball off to. Go get somebody that Aaron can hand the ball off to on first down. Please. And he doesn't have to run a curl flat. Please. Please. Can we can we run something else? Can we can we can we not have to re- relate or revert to the the third and five quick slants across the middle to Randall Kyle? Because guess what? He's not there anymore. Dad, yeah, I, I paid attention. Um The Cowboys picked up a dog. Oh, my gosh. I'm so upset. The Cowboys picked up Randall Cobb, and they got a dog. They let Cole Beasley walk away and probably upgraded. Yeah. Okay, so um, way too soon, looking ahead. Mm -hmm. Can we say— Packers in the Super Bowl. Oh, never mind. Can we say that that is going to be a very defensive, heavy game? We need to look at the total. Oh, I would hope not because that means Aaron struggles. That means that means at some point Khalil gets to him. And that means at some point he probably gets sacked. And then that means at some point in week one, Aaron is probably hobbled or nursing. Like the same thing happened last last uh last year. I don't want Aaron to take too many big hits in the first game. Absolutely not. That's that, that that's where we're starting stuff. Yeah, they're good. insane. They're insane. So it's one of those things where if you can help it, yes. get on the field, it would help if you had a running back that you could run up the middle, that you could run off tackle. Um I mean, like I said, it would be really, really nice to see it happen. Um, but again, like I said, we have a first-year head coach. We have a quarterback that's been to the mountaintop before. We have a quarterback who doesn't look like he's rattled ever. Um, I feel good about our – football is the only sport where I feel good about our chances every single year. Okay, so I'm going to give you some numbers right here. Packers 14-1. Mm. to 1. Right now? Yep. <laughs> okay. Cool. They're all pretty low, except for the Bengals, which are 100 to 1. I would love to know who's – if anybody outside of the, the, the state of Ohio. Right. You have to be outside of the state of Ohio. But if you bet on the Cincinnati Bengals, please add us. Please. There is no one. I don't think. Mm. You do? I don't even know a Bengals fan <laughs> – that is not from Ohio. Yeah, that's funny. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna try to make it make sense. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. It's so crazy. The Browns have just like completely <sighs> skyrocketed. Switched with them. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's crazy? Andy Dalton's still there, and they're they're talking about other like getting other quarterbacks in. Andy Dalton's not a bad quarterback. No, he's oh not he, a bad quarterback at all. Um. AJ McCarron was behind him yes, for, for years. Yes. Well, I said it a little bit, but yes, for quite some time. Yes. A couple years. And is it, we might have to look it up, but I'll see if you know. Is he behind Derek Carr now with the Raiders? Um, I believe he still is. We would have to double check on All that right, one. I'll double check while we take our short break. Oh, yeah, for station identification. Support for 91.5, the Rebel HD2 comes from Smashburger, located on Maryland Parkway in University Square. Smashburger is open daily from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Smashburger now accepts Rebel Cash and is the official sponsor of Lunchtime on the Rebel HD2. 
This is member-supported KUNV HD2 Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. Don't go anywhere. We have a full hour left for you. We're going to finish up on the NFL.